Welcome to the Prep Huddle Podcast. I'm KJ Pilcher alongside Jeff Blinder of the Gazette. Uh, here to talk uh, about uh, prep football happenings. Week one last week and a look ahead to week two. I'm also going to test Lindy's uh, uh, knowledge with uh, some fun facts from week one and tying it into some uh, past results in, uh, in a neat little thing. I think anyway called what year was it so we'll uh break down some things and then have a little fun to, to wrap things up but uh jeff week one here we go uh some of the results uh there is some of the uh expected and some of the unexpected i guess um throughout uh throughout the area uh what were some things that kind of stood out to you here in week one um area wise uh i guess one thing that stands out is i think linmar's darn good uh they go up to dubuque senior and put a whipping on senior uh 64 to 7 um i'm kind of an outlier in in our uh on our poll group i've got linmar awfully high um i think they're really good and uh i think think uh they're probably i would say they're probably the best 5a team in uh in the metro um uh that stood out that, that they uh did that prairie was great uh that's a really good win for prairie right out of the shoot uh you know kudos to kennedy for scheduling dowling and uh mm-hmm. and also for for proving that they can uh that they can hang with with the maroons uh you know they didn't win but uh they certainly didn't embarrass themselves either um, you know, Xavier, you know, really good, you know, like I think everybody expected, uh, Marion's got a defense. I think we learned that and, uh, and, uh, hooray for Jefferson and, uh, yeah. you know, going over to Muscatine and, uh, you know, 26 games in a row they'd lost. And I don't know, of, you know, no more than a handful of those 26 games went, uh, without the 35 point rule. So, uh, good, to, good for them. Uh, hopefully this is, uh, the start of something new for them. Yeah. The Metro teams went five and two this week or in week one. Uh, I think you could have won, uh, quite a bit of money off me. Uh, had you said you're taking the over on four and a half wins yeah. there. Not, not, to not to say anything about the, the Metro teams, just that, like you said, Kennedy had Dowling, Cedar Falls. We had ranked third uh, to open up, and it was, you know, the first start of uh, or the the first game for Prairie under Kyle Kanak, who, you know, people forget. Not only is it his first game, he wasn't hired till almost June first. Yeah. So essentially, all they had was the summer and preseason to to kind of get acclimated to one another, but. You know, uh, they got a big win out of the gate. Marion, um, you know, they had some big shoes to fill with uh, Moda graduating. And, you know, Clear Creek's been a good program for a few years. They go down there and, and get a win. Uh, Xavier, you know, goes up to Waverly Shellrock. Waverly Shellrock, I had a lot of expectations for them. I still yeah. do. Um, Xavier's coming back without their leading rusher from a year ago without a playmaker like Aiden McDermott, who also graduated. And they also graduated 
uh, three linebackers and Thomas mm-hmm. Sundell, Joseph Lemker, and, and Cunningham as well. And yet they go up to Waverly Shell Rock and win 41 to 6. So, yeah. you know, uh, I, I thought it was a really good showing. Um, you know, he mentioned Linmar going up and running rough shot over uh, Dubuque Sr. Um, you know, and, and Kennedy hanging with Dowling. Um, I thought it was a really good uh, first yeah. week for the Metro. I expected more out of Washington. Uh, I didn't expect them to get beat by three touchdowns by Hempstead. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see if maybe Hempstead's a little bit better or if it's going to be one of those years for Wash. You know, I was at uh, I was at Cedar Rapids Prairie, one of those games in in five A. Um, boy, I was really, really impressed with the Hawks uh, against Cedar Falls. There is a lot of athleticism um, on both sides of the ball with Prairie. Um, I think I think they're going to have uh, a really good first year under uh, Kyle Kyle Knock. Um, two of the ones that really stand out um, to me, Casey Kelly, uh, they're running back, stepping in, new system. Um, he is a hard, hard runner, very uh, deceptive with his moves. Uh, you know, he, he can cut very well. Uh, Jukes has got real nice spin move that he used a couple times, especially on a – 39-yard TD run. Uh, He's also kind of a workhorse back there, apparently. Um, You know, in the opener, uh, I think he had 25 carries, uh, 24 carries for 101 yards, uh, one TD. So they've got a very explosive, uh, dependable running back that they can give the ball, you know, 25 to 30 times a game if they need to. Uh, Apollo Payne. Apollo Payne had six catches for 101 yards, two touchdowns. Um, one time, Will Phillips seemed like he just kind of threw it up and said, go make a play. And uh, Payne went up, got it for a touchdown. Um, you know, it was very uh, – uh, really dictated, I, I think, the game, uh, the pace of the game. Um, they were in control, even though Cedar Falls battled back in the second half, um, scored uh, uh, nine straight points, I believe, to cut the lead within four. But then Payne and Will Phillips hooked up again on a real nice play-action pass. So this is a Prairie team that will throw downfield. Uh, we haven't seen that out of the Hawks for, for a while. Um, but one other thing about Apollo Payne, too, that I – you know, usually you don't say much about, uh, you know, uh, I made a point to kind of go up to him after I interviewed him and said, hey, this downfield block that he made on Kelly's first touchdown run where Prairie went up seven. I'm like, that. that's pretty impressive. You don't see that a lot. He made an incredible seal block that really let Kelly break free and finish off that uh, touchdown untouched. Mm-hmm. And Good. I just think Apollo Payne is a uh, – he was really, really impressive. Colin Velke um, on the defensive side for Prairie, uh, boy, he, he really seems to have uh, kind of learned and, and 
letting kind of his instincts take over a little bit. Did a nice job, hit nine and a half tackles, two and a half for loss. And a lot of times he was in on plays where Cedar Falls ended up turning things over on downs uh, a couple of times in Prairie territory. So uh, you got this, uh, this balanced effort and Prairie really showed its athleticism in a big win 2017 over Cedar Falls. Okay. Um, I was at uh, Mount Vernon la last week. I had Mount Vernon and Monticello. Uh, it was 35 to 6, but uh, <laughs> I came away uh, somewhat impressed with Monticello. Uh, they moved the ball well in the second half against Mount Vernon. They did have three interceptions. Um, I think there's a little bit of a of, um, if I was Mount Vernon, I'd be a little bit nervous about its running game. Uh, they had 109 yards rushing. Uh, and let me look. I have it right here. 109 yards rushing on 24 carries. Uh, you know, on paper right away, that uh, that looks okay. But uh, 61 of those yards, I think, was on one carry late in the game. Uh, you know, twos versus twos. And uh, so take that away, and it's you're looking at, you know, 50 yards rushing on 23 carries. And that uh, I think that might be a little bit of a, you know, sign for concern. They did pass the ball well. You knew they would with Joey Romberg. He's got a lot of good weapons. Uh, they did play good defense. Um, you know, kind of the funny thing with that game was uh, Mount Vernon's first four touchdown drives, they converted a fourth down on all four of them, uh, whether it was fourth and goal or fourth and short uh, leading in, you know, when they were driving down the field. So, you know, Monticello was close on several occasions from getting their defense off the field. But, uh, you know, Mount Vernon did what good teams do and uh, came away with uh, what looks like a, a pretty one-sided win. You know, you kind of mentioned the targets that they have. They really did graduate quite a few of those receivers yeah. from a year ago. They they have pretty much just picked up where they left off from, from last year. and Yeah, I Replace those guys. Yeah, um, yeah. Evan Brazzi had a nice game. Eight catches, hundred nine. Uh, how many different guys caught a pass? One, two, three, four, five, six guys caught at least two passes. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A lot. It's it pretty similar, and uh, uh, Romberg's got some weapons. So we'll. For anybody that's watching, if you want to catch up on, on those, you can uh, read Jeff uh, Linder's story at thegazette.com on Mount Verde Monticello. Um, my gamer from Cedar Falls Prairie is at thegazette.com, as well as a rewind that uh, rehashed Cedar Rapids Jefferson coming away with a 33-24 uh, victory at Muscatine. Uh, snapped a 26-game losing streak. Three straight uh, no-win seasons for the Jayhawks. Uh, that's no more um, as they start out 1-0. and and How big is that um, for Jefferson to, to come out and have success right away um, here this season? Oh, it's great. And I don't think there's any better way for – for a school year, and I'm not just talking football. I, I mean, just for the attitude of a school for for a football team to start one and zero. I mean, that really um, does a lot of things for a school, and not just the athletics programs. And uh, we talked a little bit before going into you know going into talking officially here, but you know Jefferson can dream a little bit right now. I mean, they've got uh, 
they've got Marshalltown coming up uh, tonight. And I would say they're probably a favorite in that game. And then they go Des Moines North, Des Moines East. Washington looks winnable. They play Davenport Central in week eight. I think there's six games. I'm not going to say they're going to go six and three, but I think there's six games on that schedule. that They're going to go into that game thinking, hey, we got a shot. And they, how many of those games have they, have they had the last three years? Not a ton. Yeah. Very few. Um, you know, there, there's also something that I think this crosses over into all sports. When you have uh, a history of not winning or losing close games, it takes a time where you learn how to do that. I know yeah. people might think it's, it's dumb, but sometimes you have to learn to win. And Jefferson did that. You know, they're trailing by 10 points at half. Yeah. You know, no offense to some past Jayhawk teams, but, you know, how much of that is you can start writing your story. And it just depends on, you know, what uh, what the point differential is that you have right. up here. Yeah, I, I, they came out, they shut out Muscatine for the second half and, and, you know, didn't take the lead until the fourth quarter. So they went out and they took that game, yeah. learning to win. That could be a huge catapult into those games that you mentioned that um, they have a shot at, including Marshalltown uh, here. This is Thursday night of, of week two, and I will be out at Kingston for that one. So, you know, that's big. Yeah, and uh, I think they gave up three points in the last three quarters. So, right. uh, you know, that's a program that's given up points by – you know, the bucket load the last three years and for them to buckle down and give up a field goal the last three quarters, that's, that's a great sign and uh, couldn't be happier for the Jayhawks. And I hope this is uh, the start of uh, a nice little turnaround over on the, on the uh, West side. Uh, two quick points really quick. One, um, I think something indicative of, of why they're successful uh, to beat the heat. They practiced at 5 a.m. in the morning. Uh, Coach Ed Miles mentioned, a year ago, uh, they would have had 20% of the guys show up for those early morning practices. It started Monday at 95% and grew from there uh, throughout Great. the week. All well, the commitment and dedication, you know, I know I know it's uh, it can be cliche or maybe even a punchline talking about culture of a program, but I tell you what, it, the atmosphere and the attitude uh, surrounding the program seems to – uh, be at a different level than it has been in the in the past, and that's a tribute to the coaches and players there. Also, their big playability, and maybe it was just the Muscatine's defense, I'm not sure, but Asharo Calalero rushed for 251 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Jeremiah Pfeiffer threw for 162 yards and a touchdown. And, of course, nine receptions and uh, 109 yards for LJ uh, Nyanow. Um, sorry if I butchering the names but um show some big play making ability there and when you have that and you have dangerous weapons um you know that can uh keep you in a lot of games or even be the difference a, a lot of times um yeah as well uh mentioned uh, uh kennedy dowling you know uh dowling came away with a victory there um but to schedule that one uh, right out of the gate for Kennedy, I think uh, that's pretty cool. And 
Saturday football at Kingston, um, I could I could buy into that Saturday night football game to Kingston. Yeah, I think there was a game. Oh, must have been maybe 15 years ago that uh, I think Candy was supposed to play Linmar on Friday night, and uh, I think yeah, it got stormed out. And uh, or maybe I don't remember, but that game was moved to Saturday, and that that was really cool. I, I remember that sitting through that. And that was fun. That was a big Jer uh, Garmin. Um, I remember being there as well, and uh, the fireworks from the Colonels were going off uh, <laughs> just as Jared Garman was uh, scoring a touchdown for Linmar at the time. So, yeah, yeah, I remember that well. So that was pretty cool. Um, that must have been about – maybe – I wonder if that was Forsyth's first game. That might have been right around that oh, time. Oh, could have been. Maybe, been. maybe his second or third year. So, oh. See, your memory – your memory is really good, so you might do well in the what year. I I don't have high hopes here. Hey, Bob, just real quick, uh, uh, JJ had uh, Iowa City West and Iowa City Liberty. Uh, just kind of looking through that. Uh, West was down seven at halftime, came back to win uh, 35-28. Uh, nice win for them. When, I'll tell you, whenever you have West and, and City and Liberty, any two of those three teams playing, you're going to get good quarterback play both ways with uh, – with uh, Beckman and with Larson and with uh, Wallace. I, all three of those teams are really well stacked under center. Um, and uh, uh, across the, across town there, uh, Iowa City High faced Joliet Catholic, a little bit of a unique uh, matchup. Joliet Catholic, uh, one of the Illinois' uh, uh, powerhouse programs, um, especially in recent years. Uh, they won 48-13. Um, anything to really be taken away from that or, or just a, a really good opponent and something that will set City High up uh, down the road? I think it's mostly that. I think Juliet Catholic is probably one of Illinois' uh, versions of Dowling. And uh, uh, I wouldn't be too, you know – too concerned yet uh they do play liberty this week and you know that's that's a game you know one of those teams is going to be sitting 0 and two and uh is going to have a lot of work to do if they're uh going to get to that uh six win level that's probably going to take to make the playoffs uh in in 5a there are a couple games outside of the area uh that really uh um were games of interest southeast polk beat uh Top ranked Southeast Polk beat number five West Des Moines Valley 24-18. Number four Johnston beat number nine Milwaukee Northwest. And for me, I thought uh, seeing the highlights of uh, Ankeny beating, coming back and beating Ankeny, Ankeny Centennial uh, in overtime um, was impressive. But uh, any, any thoughts of uh, those Central Iowa games that, or anything stand out to you about that? I just think with uh, I just think Central Iowa is so deep over there that you're going to have you know the way they schedule out there against each other you're going to have three or four games out there every week that are going to be just lights out. Uh, Southeast Polk plays Ankeny this week. Dowling's got Valley, uh, Waukee and Waukee Northwest play. I don't think they played the first two years that uh, that Northwest was a program. I think this might be the oh, first wow. time they're playing each other. Oh, um, wow. yeah. yeah, you know Johnson goes to Cedar Falls, so there's there's going to be some some really good games over there again this week. And in class five, they are top 10 uh, uh, matchups. 
Number one, Southeast Polk has number five, Ankeny. Uh, number two, Dowling has number four, West Des Moines Valley. That certainly is a uh, highlight matchup. Uh, number three, Johnson is at Cedar Falls. So the Tigers looking to bounce back. Um, but uh, Johnson certainly could uh, put them at 0-2 to start the season. Uh, number six, Linmar uh, faces Cedar Rapids, Washington at Kingston. Uh, Prairie uh, hosts Dubuque Senior. Cedar Rapids Kennedy goes to Pleasant Valley, who is 0-1. Um, lost to Bettendorf. Number nine, Bettendorf has uh, Davenport West. And then, as you mentioned, number nine, Joaquin, Joaquin Northwest. Boy, out of four teams, Kennedy, Pleasant Valley, uh, City High, and Liberty, two of those teams are going to be 0-2. Did you, did you figure that being the case at the beginning of the season? No, because I sure didn't think PV was going to lose right out of the gate against Bettendorf. Um, no, Kennedy losing, that's not a big surprise. Uh, I kind of thought Liberty might beat West. So, you know, and I, I had no idea how, how City High and, and Joliet Catholic were going to do. So, um, yeah, uh, two two big games. I mean, they're you, you sure can't say they're elimination <laughs> games, but they're, uh, you know, you, you don't want to be 0-2. Uh, looking at uh, Class 4A, um, you know, we mentioned Xavier went up to Waverly Shell Rock and, and won handily, uh, really pulled away, um, you know, about mid-second quarter on. Um, Williamsburg, I know they're, they're 3A, but uh, they beat West Branch pretty handily, looked really impressive early on. Now we have kind of an intriguing matchup here where you have 3A number two Williamsburg at uh, top-ranked Xavier. Um, you know, that that's kind of a interesting game. Can Williamsburg pull this one out? I wouldn't rule it out. Um, I, I think they're going to go up there. I You know, that, that's a hard-nosed bunch of kids. I don't think they're going to come up to – to Xavier and be scared. Um, if, if I'm Williamsburg, I'm thinking this might be the b biggest game of our regular season, just based on, on their schedule, uh, you know, and what they've got coming up in their district. Um, I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, I would say Xavier's a slight favorite, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means. I think, I don't think, uh, I don't think it's going to be 41 to six. Oh, I, I don't either. Um, this is a game where I think depth might come into play. Yeah. Um, and, and the size of the teams might be the difference. Um, I really expect this game to be close through a half, maybe three quarters, and maybe Xavier's depth just kind of pull away, help them pull away a little bit. Um, they do have some – they have plugged in some really nice athletes to kind of fill those holes um, left – Created by graduation, uh, yeah. they also have. Uh, I I think one of the things that might stand out for Xavier, uh, I think they're going to be really good up front on both sides of the ball. Um, I think they have three starters back on each side. Uh, that goes a long way to helping those uh, skill guys perform well. So, mm -hmm. um, but on the other side, you got Williamsburg, who now has Austin Blythe in as a line coach 
So yeah. you know they're going to be good. So it might be a fun battle in the trenches. You're going to be there to cover that game on Friday, correct? Yeah, that's uh, that's me. And, uh, you know, I, I think Williamsburg's got the best athlete in the area, in Derek Weisskopf, uh, all-around athlete. And, uh, you know, you got somebody like him, I think you got a chance. Yeah, and, and like we mentioned, Williamsburg, very impressive in week one with a win over uh, West Branch. Um, some other uh, uh, top ten matchups from, from Class 4A. Uh, Bondurant for our, uh, our number two to start, lost to number 10, uh, North Polk, 43-39. Uh, Lewis Central and Harlan battled in another uh, Again. entertaining game. Uh, Lewis Central, number tied for number two in 4A, uh, beat 3A, number three, Harlan, 21-20. Um, number four, ADM, beat number eight, Newton, 49-21. North Scott beat DeWitt Central, 34-7. Western Dubuque, Western Dubuque came out West, at West Delaware, won 61-27. Um, I can't remember the last time a West Delaware team gave up 60 yeah. points. Um, but the Bobcats, I think they're a team to really keep an eye on. Mm -hmm. Um, and you've got three, you know, you throw in Waverly Shell Rock, you got three really good 4A teams on this side of the state. When you think of Xavier, North Scott, uh, and Western Dubuque. Um, so that'll be interesting to watch how all that plays out. And Western Dubuque comes to Xavier, I think, uh, week three. So. Mm -hmm. But here's yeah, here's here's Western Dubuque's next uh next four games. Uh home against Dubuque Waller, which I, I think Waller's pretty good. You know, that yep. was a that was a dome team last year and they, they uh won comfortably this last week. Then they go to Xavier, then they host North Scott, then they host Waverly. So So you get a really good gauge uh there and they put up uh, uh I think it's Grant Glauser. Uh I think he uh he was among the leaders in all-purpose yardage after that uh, that that game. Um, so they've got some really good weapons and some tough guys up front. Yeah, as well. So we'll get a good gauge uh, on them here uh, in the next couple of weeks for sure. Absolutely. Um, to round out the top ten, uh, uh, number seven Glenwood won, um, and then of course Newton Waverly Shell Rock North Polk lost. But uh, in 3A, we mentioned uh, Mount Vernon being Monticello, Williamsburg uh, winning, uh, Webster City, uh, Harlan lost, Webster City won, Nevada uh, won big over West Marshall, uh, Humboldt won, Davenport Assumption uh, kind of put one on number seven, Solon, 34-7. That surprised you a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, it did. Uh, I thought uh, it was probably a pretty evenly matched game, and it looked like uh, Assumption just kind of kept pulling away as that game went on. And uh, yeah, uh, I think they're they're going to be the Knights are going to be really good. Solon will be fine. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure this is going to be one of Solon's best teams, but uh, a t um, uh, another game I wanted to throw out there quick: Benton Community. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, they play Marion this week. I think that's where you're going this week, right? Yep, I will be out at Van Horn for for that. Jackson yeah, Wolves. Uh, yeah, uh, neither of those teams have given up a point yet this year, so that uh, that should be a whale of a game. Yeah, kind of looking forward to that. Uh, really.
really looking forward to Trey Frank, seeing Trey Frank for for Marion, um, kind of a, a leader for that team. Um, had a heck of a season last year. Uh, really looking forward to Benton Community. Of course, Benton Community is in a really tough three A district mm-hmm. uh, with Solon and Williamsburg, right? Yeah, and I think there's one more team in there that's pretty good too. I'm trying to think who it is. Uh, I think is Grinnell in there too. I think Grinnell might be all right. Might be, might be. Yeah. So, uh, finishing out three A, uh, Hampton Dumont one, Clear Creek Cabana, Creston, and then Independence with a big fifty to twenty two victory over North Fayette Valley. So, mm-hmm. uh, Independence uh, another high potent offense possibly for uh, the Mustangs. Uh, in Class 2A, top-ranked Van Meter uh, beat number two Underwood, 21-14. That was kind of a marquee game outside the area. Um, as we mentioned, only uh, is that area team in the top 10. Monticello lost to Mount Vernon. Uh, number one, Grundy Center uh, beat Dyke New Hartford 7-6. Um, other area-ranked teams. Uh, number eight, Regina. Big win over West Liberty, 44-6. So, uh, Regals are off to a, a good start. Um, and then West Branch lost to Williamsburg 42-14 in Class A. Number one, West Hancock won over Gardner. Uh, GHV 55-6. Um, East Buchanan lost a, a toughie 18-12 to Sumner Fredericksburg in overtime. You thought Sumner Fredericksburg would, uh, would be – had a shot at that game. You you uh, kind of knew that was going to be a tough one for the Buccaneers. Yeah, um, I'm uh, you know again I'm kind of the outlier. I've got Sumner Fredericksburg in my top ten in one A. Um, they have a lot coming back. I don't have the names and numbers and all that stuff, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that's going to be a good team. I don't think that's going to be a backbreaker for East Buck. I think they're going to be just fine, and uh, you know that that's going to be. That's going to be a tough district. They're in with Mac Valley and North Lynn, right? Is that correct? Uh-huh. Are all three of them together? Yep. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Um, I don't have that in front of me right now. But, uh, uh, you know, those three Tri-River teams, at least we'll say, are all all three going to be really good. An eight-player, number one, Gladbrook Rhinebeck beat Don Bosco 34-21. Uh, one of the other biggies. Uh, number four, Winfield Mount Union beat number three, Central Central City, forty-four thirty-six. Um, you know, Winfield Mount Union has uh, some high-end talent. Um, if I'm Central City, I'm not really hanging my head too much about uh, no. an outcome. Sure, you want to win, but you know that was a strong, competitive game against a good team that you know you're within striking distance and can turn that around uh, later on down the road. Yeah, that's probably a a playoff quarterfinal kind of game, you know, that, uh, you know, maybe maybe that's about the level they'll see each other again uh, at some point. Uh, Yeah, that's if you're Central City, that's the kind of game you want to play, because I think they're going to they're going to have kind of have their way in in their district. I think they're in Eastern Valley and and they're always good. But I think other than that, uh, Central City is going to have some some pretty comfortable wins coming up. Um, and then this week, uh, you know, touched on some of the games. Um, you've got uh, Iowa High and 
Liberty uh, this week. Lamar Washington, Kennedy heads down to Pleasant Valley. Uh, Prairie hosts uh, Dubuque Sr. Uh, Xavier Williamsburg, obviously uh, uh, one of the uh, uh, top matchups. Um, I'll be at uh, uh, Marion at Benton Community. As you mentioned, two teams that haven't given up a point yet. Um, Solon Creek, Clear Creek of Mana um, among those games. Uh, are there a couple games that really kind of stand out to you? Um, maybe that we haven't touched on yet? Uh, I think we've kind of gotten all the the high points here. Just kind of looking quick. Uh, Iowa Valley and Waco play each other at uh, at Wayland oh. in, in a couple of un, unbeaten teams in eight player. And I think that'll be a really good game. And also, We'll find out how good Edco is, and they, they play uh, Easton Valley at Edgewood this week. So some some big games there. Yeah, Iowa Valley off to a really good uh, start. Um, and uh, things don't get any easier for West Branch after that. Uh, no. Um, after that uh, game at Williamsburg, um, they've got another uh, toughie this week as well, don't they? Yeah, they got Dyke at home. All right, so real quick, uh, I know you got things to do. Uh, we'll play uh, What Year Was It? Um, you mentioned North Cedar just a second ago. They beat Highland 38-6. to six. Uh, That was the first uh, – that was their first opening week win in a little bit. Uh, Tegan Weber had 12 rushes for 170 yards. Peyton Clark, 12 rushes for 130 and three touchdowns. When was the last time North Cedar won uh, an opening week game? And here, here are some of the here's here's some of the clues really quick. Uh, Derek Jeter and Landon Donovan played their final games in in baseball and and soccer professionally. Apple delivered the iPhone six. Sochi Russia hosted the Winter Olympics, and Adam Silver became the NBA commissioner. I'll say 2016. You're close. Uh, the state champs were uh, Dowling and Foray, Pella, North Fayette Valley, Regina, Loma, and Newell Fonda. Okay, so you, you said uh, you said Winter Olympics for for Russia. Yep. Okay, yep. I'll say 2018 then. 18 or 14? 18. 14. Okay. 2014. Okay. So Cedar Rapids Xavier beat Waverly Shell Rock 41 to six. Uh, Cedar Rapids Xavier in their history have only had four losing seasons and they've had one season at 500. When was the last time the Saints had a losing football season? They were 500 in 2011. But when was the last time they had a losing season? 2008. Here are your hints. Greg Maddox earned his 300th victory. Uh, the Montreal Expos played their final season Jeez. before becoming the Nationals. Uh, the Malice in the Palace occurred with the uh, Pistons and the uh, uh, Pacers. Uh, Dwight Howard was the number one pick in the NBA draft, and Keeley Pilcher was born this year. Oh, that makes it a little easier. Um, 2006? 2004. Seven? 2004. Oh, Keely Pilcher. I was thinking Keely. Yep, not Keely. Right. You would have been right on there. Wrong daughter. Um, 
Yep. <laughs> uh, Cedar Rapids Jefferson, snap their 26 game losing streak. Shara Calalera rushed 25 times for 250, 250 yards. When was the last time Jefferson had a rusher amass 195 yards or more in a game? Here are your hints. Bitcoin, the Bitcoin network was created. The New York Yankees won their 27th World Series. Michael Jackson died in this year. Uh, 2019. Your state champions in 4A were City High, 3A Harlan, oh. 2A Solon, 1A Council Bluffs, St. Albert. A was uh, Lake City Southern Cal, and eight player was Armstrong Ringstead. 2012. 2009. Okay. So Grundy Center uh, beat Dyke New Hartford 7-6. When was the last time Grundy Center was held under seven points and still won a game? I don't know. Um... 1997. <laughs> well, it's uh, this year, uh, the NASA rover Perseverance landed on Mars. Hank Aaron passed away. Mm. Uh, Spider Man No Way Home was the top box office uh, movie. And Mount Vernon's Tristan Wirfs played and won a Super Bowl for Tampa Bay. Well, that wasn't long ago. 21, 20 or 21, yep. probably 20, 20, 21. 2021. He nailed it. Now, here's the toughest. So, no, who, who, who did Grundy beat in that game? They must have beat somebody 6 nothing. Yep, Earlham. It was 6 nothing. Earlham uh, on October 29th, 2021, which in 21, I think that was the second round of the playoffs. All right. Yep, they beat Earlham 6-0. Good. Nice. Um, and here's the last one. Uh, Cedar Rapids Prairie head coach Kyle uh, Dock uh, won his debut uh, as a head varsity football coach. He's the son of Hall of Famer uh, Don Knock, who is coached at uh, uh, Rockwell Swaledale Grundy Center, where he won a state champion and championship in 1984 in Class 2A. He was a longtime uh, Kennedy coach from 87 to 2000, coached at uh, Kickapoo, Missouri, uh, in 2007, coach at Mar Marshalltown from 2014 to 16. Uh, also had stops at uh, Iowa State, UNO for uh, football as well. But he also won his first game as head coach. What year did Don Knock win his first varsity game to make it a father-son uh... debut sweep? Yeah. Um, I'll say start at Rockwell Swale Day on 75. So, in nineteen, in this year, in the nineteen hundreds, I almost gave it away. Um, Atari was released in North America. Seattle Slough won horses horse racing's triple crown. Elvis died, and Saturday Night Fever and Star Wars opened in theaters. Your state seventy-seven nailed it, nailed it, Lindy. All right. 1977. I know my, I know my so, 70s and 80s better than I know last week. <laughs> well, you got 2021 for Grundy Center, so that was pretty good, too. I wouldn't have got that without Tristan Wirfs. That <laughs> well, was my second guess. It doesn't count if I get it on my second or third guess. 
So just want to remind everybody, um, Jeff Linder will be at that uh, Xavier Williamsburg game uh, Friday. I will be at Jefferson Marshalltown uh, tonight, Thursday. Um, Friday, I'll be at Benton for uh, uh, Marion Benton Community. Jeff Johnson, uh, do you remember where JJ will be? Uh, he's got Lenmar Wash. Okay. So that'll Lenmar be at Wash. Kingston. Yep. Uh, Kuhl has City High Liberty. Condon's got Dubuque Senior Prairie, and Cullen Klein's got Mid Prairie Regina. Okay. So just remind everybody you can go to the gazette.com um, and uh, find all our uh, game stories, roundups, uh, how the top 10 fared. You can go there now and see uh, uh, preview content, including uh, capsules, uh, our weekly rankings, all that good stuff. So uh, visit the gazette.com. Uh, to take in uh, all that uh, high school football and other high school uh, um, sports content. Uh, for Jeff Linder, uh, Jeff Johnson, who couldn't make it this week, I'm KJ Pilcher. Uh, make sure you follow us this week and uh, check out all our great coverage of high school sports. Thanks for watching. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.